Hey everyone, Irit Ezeps here. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Customer Success Podcast, CSM Practice. As usual, we bring you the best practices, the most innovative ideas in customer success into this session. And today, I want to double down on Tech Touch or what we call a digital experience. And I wanted to share a solution, which is called a customer hub. And in this session, I brought Shahal Avrahami from Ever After to really shed some light on how different customer success teams are using a customer hub, not just for their small customer cohort, but also for their wide glove and what it does for customer bandwidth, the customer experience, promoting accountability with customers. The reason I'm so excited to share this with you is because I am using a customer hub for my clients in the past year, and it has been a tremendous game changer for how I work with clients and our ability to create cadence and accelerate results. So with that, I want to welcome Shachar Avahami to the podcast. Shachar, thank you so much for coming into our show. Hey, everyone. Thank you. It's amazing to be here. Yeah, looking forward for this discussion. I know it's a topic that companies always interested in, so I think that it could be valuable to many companies. I am using your customer hub, Ever After Hub, for my customers. And I have a handful of them. They're all extremely high touch, but I leverage that for sharing all the resources that I want them to read, review, download, any next steps that they own after a coaching session. What are the milestones? Let's say we have an on-site workshop. What are the milestones of things to do before, during, and after a workshop? So all of these things, I think that they generate a better customer experience because everything is in one place. And so I definitely also envision something maybe less baked as this, but does have room for what are your tasks? What are the meetings? Here's my meeting summary notes from our last coaching sessions. Here are all your resources, et cetera. It just creates a great way to centralize everything that you communicate with a client all in one place. They can always go back to it and see it. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring the customer hub concept into the world of customer success and create this awareness because I don't think that enough companies are leveraging that for their CSMs. And I think that we can elevate the customer experience and reduce some of the back and forth emails quite a bit. So I want to start with this. We can scale customer success for both high touch as well as the lowest denomination of customers, what we call the long tail. And I believe most companies would develop an engagement model that's called a tech touch or a digital experience for that customer cohort. Maybe you can share from your experience, what are some of the key principles when we're thinking about a tech touch strategy as it relates to customer success? I'm doing a product and strategy here and ever after. And I was fortunate enough uh, throughout my time here to speak if I'm not mistaken, with over 300 uh, VP customer success and CS leaders. So I think that by those conversations, I'm able to define that the three key principles of a successful tech strategy would be the first one, that the program must be super actionable for the customer. We all work with a lot of different vendors and a lot of different tools. And if someone sends me something over the email that I need to read and I need to dig in to understand what the hell I need to do, uh, it's a bit problematic. So a successful tech strategy will actually surface the most relevant action items that I need to do. If we're talking about relevance, so the program must be super personalized 
to who I am, which segment I am, which stage I am, and what goals and challenges I'm trying to solve with the product that is leading the tech touch strategy with me. The first two are more on the customer end, but very, very important aspect is from the company perspective. And the program should be as automated as possible. Usually, TechTouch should help us scale, should help us be more efficient. So we need to make it as automated as possible, as streamlined as possible, and self-service as possible, both to the CS department and also to the customer. Okay. So we talked about the three principles. Can you show me what kind of channels or methods or tools can a customer success team use in order to enable a touch motion for their clients? There are actually plenty of different channels that you can utilize from your support bot that can help and try to give the customer the right knowledge base article. Emails, for sure, it's something that many companies use in order to help the customer being informed on the next item. It could be in-app tours, customer hubs. You can run office hours for a group of customers. You can run a community. Obviously, help center and webinars are really, really efficient ways as well to scale your digital touch. So if I take all these principles and all these types of channels, what would an example of tech touch motion look like? I look at a successful tech touch program as a very, very sophisticated and advanced decision tree. And it is a decision tree because it should take into consideration the stage, what was done and what hasn't been done things about segmentations. At every step, we need to make a decision what is the content that we would like to share with the customer? What is the action item that we would like to share with the customer? So, so in this example, you can see how an onboarding process could be streamlined as a tech touch program. So you can see here that, first of all, we identify that the stage of the customer is onboarding. And then the first step that we need to do is to ask the customer goals, because based on the customer goals, we will send a following follow-up resources and case studies and all of that. If the customers share the, the goals with us, we're moving to the second step. If not, we need to find some kind of way to remind them or to notify them that it is still an open item. And then let's say that the second step is a lot of things about configuration. And it could be that we sell three different products. So based on the different product that the customer purchased, we need, basically, this is another decision that we need to make, which set of action items are relevant to the product that the customer purchased. So in this example, you can see here that I've distributed the decision tree into three different product implementations. And based on that, I send basically a list of action items. This is great. And I totally see how a company can now really think through their tech touch motion a little bit more holistically. Why do you think so many companies are not investing in tech touch as much as they maybe should be? What is kind of like the thought process around, you know, should I even do tech touch? Yes or no? I have to say that there is a misconception about who should prioritize tech touch. When you hear tech touch, people think that only if I have a super, super easy product and only if I have a high amount of scale customer or, or low ARR customer, this is where I should prioritize tech touch. And then if, for example, for the high ARR and for the more complicated product, people think that they should prioritize. And I really think that that's wrong because tech touch is a program that any customer and any from any segment could benefit to some extent. We need to take into consideration what exactly are we sharing with them. But if you use it properly, and if you share all of the resources in a very actionable, personalized and automated way. So the reality is that all companies throughout the lifecycle stages, throughout the customer segment and size, and throughout all of the product offerings they have could actually and should actually prioritize TechTouch program. 
Interesting. So you're basically what you're saying. There's certain channels and certain principles that would apply to everybody. And maybe what we're trying to encourage here is a little bit of a difference in mindset so that instead of thinking, all right, I don't really need to double down on automation until I have the funds to deal with my lowest denominating customers, like the my smallest customer size, but actually you could start making these investments early on so that you can scale the team, potentially increase the customer, CSN to customer ratio, or just really deal with bandwidth. I think that's the number one problem that I'm hearing right now is that CSMs are just burnt out sometimes because there's just too much manual work. One of the things yeah. that you find on your channels is a customer hub. I got to tell you, like I've seen companies double down on webinars, support bots, emails, obviously email automation, email campaigns, maybe even in-app tours. But I don't see a lot of companies doubling down on customer hubs, maybe a community portal, but not a customer hub. So what I'd like to do is since you're such an expert on customer hubs, maybe you can share a little bit about what is a customer hub and how do customer success teams leverage that to scale and to maybe even increase customer experience. First of all, as a consumer, we all expect to have a very seamless experience when we onboard new tools. We have our phone, we do anything with it. So we don't expect that, for example, you just sign up to Uber that you will need to have a kickoff meeting in order to be able to continue the journey for you. So obviously, when we're talking about a B2B SaaS, it's, it's a different story. But even a super high enterprise customer could benefit from a self-service portions in their process. And I think that Customer Hub could be a really, really efficient way to give your customer the white glove treatment in an automated way to some extent, giving you the ability to eliminate some of the manual touches and the manual work in, in the process. Uh, can you share um, some examples of like what those are? And honestly, like Shahal, do you use the customer hub for your customers? And can you maybe share some examples of how your company is leveraging a customer hub for your onboarding or whatever phases in the customer journey? Whatever after, we use customer hubs for everything. We use customer hubs for our onboarding, for our ongoing, for our QBRs. And this is what our customers are using with us. Throughout the customer lifecycle, you can find a lot of opportunities where a customer hub could actually empower the customer, save time to the CSM, and make the customer more engaged and more successful eventually. So I'm going to share an example of how a customer hub could look like. I made a company. I called it Funnel Pro. Imagine that this is a marketing automation company. And now I'm a new customer of this company. So let's see how this experience could look like uh, from the customer end. So imagine that I'm Dropbox and, and I'm Final Pro's US customer. I get access to this branded hub. First thing that I see is a very welcoming message that explains what I'm going to find in this hub. And instead of sending a very long task plan over email or spreadsheet or something that feels a bit overwhelming, in this hub, I actually split the experience into smaller, actionable, personalized chunks that will make the customer feel success as they go. So you can see here and, and imagine the customer hub is a white label solution. It could be embedded within your portal. It could be shared through a customer SSO, but your customer, it's a seamless experience for them. And as you can see here, I chose to start with few milestones. So my onboarding process with Final Pro will include four different milestones, kickoff, configurations, build and launch. As you can see here, I only have four tasks for the first Step. I have an automated 
personalized message from my customer success manager or from my virtual customer success manager that explains what's going to happen in this section. And then for me as a customer, those four task plan, they're very easy to start. So the first one, for example, would be add your main goals with Funnel Pro. So I can update. I want to increase, for example, increase in revenue. By the way, a successful customer hub would actually take this information and populate your CRM as the customer updated. So you can use it for your reportings and for your segmentation. You can ask your customer, for example, when do they expect to go live? You can ask your customer to book a kickoff session with you and you can embed your Chili Piper or Calendly link directly from here. Whoa. And you can also ask your customer to verify some of the things from the opportunity level in your CRM. So for this example, I'm being asked to verify, are you still only interested in the Legion product or are you interested in more of our uh, offerings? Mm-hmm. After I completed the first step, so there are a lot of gamification elements through here. It's time. And, and once I'm done with step one, I will move forward to the second step. Okay. So first of all, the graphics is really stunning. And I think there's something to be said about the gamification. So that just to encourage people to continue to the next step. Okay. So there's onboarding milestones. They're step-by-step, like all you can collect all the information you need from a customer, including goals, other products they might be interested in right at the onset of a relationship. What other things can customer success managers leverage by having a customer hub? And by the way, is this for just the high-touch customers or is this something you would just enable for the long tail, those the small customers? I think that every customer, both high-touch, uh, low-touch, enterprise, SMB, could benefit from, from this experience. In a customer hub, you can define what would be this experience to each of your segments. So in this example, this is a very much a low-touch experience because me as a customer, I'm able to progress in my own pace. And as I move forward with the experience, I have more instructions. So it feels very much personalized, but on the back end, all of the things is a decision tree that we made automated. So for example, in the second step, you can see here that the message from my CSM is now a bit different. And as we go, you can ask your customer to attach file. You can enrich the customer with more tips and tricks and contact information and files and a lot of information that can be automated based on the customer segment priorities, vertical and whatever. So when the customer logs into the resources area, they for sure will find the content that will be relevant for them. Remember, it should be actionable, personalized, and automated. And this is one of the ways that you can actually do it. A lot of gamification and a lot of making sure that us and the customer are on the same page, making the customer more accountable to their own success with reminders and due dates and a lot of things that could actually help you if the customer didn't log in. So it could help you bring them back here. Well, this feels a lot like a something that I would develop mainly for my smaller customer base. So if right now I have someone always reaching out and kind of sharing all this information via email or just have email campaigns, this is such a better experience. Are there any other use cases that we haven't talked about that you've seen clients leverage Customer Hub for? I really like that you said that because a Customer Hub can definitely help you with your super, super high-touch accounts. Meetings with them, you need them to share agenda, you want them to verify that your line on the next step. So instead of doing all of that over email, which is not actionable and 
And we all get so many different emails throughout the day, unless you read it and act upon it on the moment that you got it in your inbox. So actually, Customer Hub definitely can help you with your high-touch enterprise, super wide glove treatment customers that you have. Because this would be the source of truth with all of the different stakeholders that you can align on next steps, meeting summaries, meeting recordings, action items, files. You can even pull statistics and dashboards and analytics view to this hub. And imagine that instead of sending them so many different emails or so many different other platforms, you can bring all of the information to this uh, one source of truth that could live inside uh, your product. So you can see here a few of the examples. You can share KPIs and goals and meetings and support systems and milestones and a lot of information. And basically everything that you and your customer need for their success could live here. A customer hub could actually be leveraged throughout the customer journey from POC, like imagine how you can differ your POC experience with your customer by sending them this amazing branded hub for your high-touch onboarding, your low-touch onboarding to manage success plans. And success plans, if they're not shared with the customer, it's just a spreadsheet that is stuck in the drive. If you share it with them and review it together on the ongoing meetings with the customer, it has more chances to actually be accomplished. And you can also run your automated QBRs with a customer hub because it will be actionable, you can pull the relevant and personalized information from all of the different data sources that you have, and it can be automated. This is, for example, a slides mode of the customer hub that you could actually share with the customer in an automated way. Imagine you have a full low-touch customers, so you can build a recipe for this QBR and share it with them as a service QBR. You can align on the actual goals together with them. You can pull it from your CRM or from all of your system. You can ask for feedback. And then you could obviously share with them some of the key analytics that they had. And all is automated. And you don't need to prepare the slide for them, meaning that you can streamline this to your customers, even if they're a very, very, very low-touch customers. Yeah, that's really cool. And I like how you can uh, combine a questionnaire, even if it's just an NPS score, to increase engagement and really getting the feedback while you're at it. Exactly. And also from the QBR, even if it's automated, you can, based on their input, provide them with the recipe for the rest of the success with them and also use it to share your latest product updates and QBRs and feature requests and a lot of the information that uh, that is really helpful to share it with them. And again, in an automated way. Wow. I like this one. I don't think enough companies do this, like really say, okay, here are all the features you requested, and this is where they are in the product roadmap. If a company actually implemented a customer hub and really embraced customer tech touch in in general and infused more automation in both high touch and tech touch, how would you recommend a customer success executive to see or to gauge whether or not they had any success? How would you recommend them to quantify the success that they can talk back to their board and say, here's what happened, here's what we've done, and this is the impact. How do I measure the impact of uh, infusing customer tech touch in my customer journey? So there are actually tons of different benefits from a successful digital touch. I will say that it's a journey. You can expect to increase your ARR per CSM by 50% in one month. It's, it's mm. just the way that it happens. It's like a constant process of iteration and versioning and really starting small and then to add more and more and more 
channels and use cases to the digital touch journey. But if it's done properly, so you can see really a lot of benefits. First and foremost, and I think that in an era of efficiency, to increase the ratio between CSM to RR is definitely something that you can expect from a successful digital touch. You can expect to have higher customer engagement because the content is personalized and actionable. Because of that, and because you are empowering your customers, you can expect a shorter time to value, higher feature adoption, higher satisfaction, and eventually all of this can lead to higher retention and higher customer lifecycle. You can even use the hub to suggest the customer about potential other programs and products that they can purchase because you will know that you can show that it correlates to their priorities, goals, and and success. So a lot of success indicators from a digital touch that you can expect. Obviously, the overall retention rate is a lagging indicators. Which one of these do you expect to start seeing quick results? What are the leading indicators here? I think that CSM to ARR is kind of uh, lagging, but also a bit of a leading indication. I think that inside that you can expect to have, for example, less touch point needed. So if you empower your customer right after the close one with a very engaging boarding portal, this could actually save you hours and can save you meetings. And with this time, you can take more customers. You can expect fewer support tickets because all of the information and all of the relevant information can be here. And engagement, and I think the time to value is also relatively quick to measure if done properly. So I think that first layer would be more immediate. Yeah, I can speak from experience. After I installed the first customer hub, First of all, my first design for the customer hub was not great. (laughs) I had to go through a couple of iterations before I felt like I got it right. I got a high customer engagement. The first ones, you know, it was definitely a hit and miss. But now that I feel like I designed it properly, customers are actually going in, completing tasks, commenting back on questions that I have for them within the hub. So there's less emails and also their responses are saved in the hub. So I have a place where I can go to, I don't need to search my Google inbox, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's an efficiency from both my team and the customer's team. So as a CSM, we don't have as many back and forths. And I think that one time I was changing something in what you call a kit, which is kind of like the template for the portal And a whole to-do list disappeared from the customers and they were screaming, where's my to-do list? Like they actually like to have a project plan that's very clear that they could check off and all the links to those files are very important for them. And so I think that if I kept doing things on Zoom, send them the recording to the Zoom, attach documents in an email and not have everything in one place it wouldn't be as efficient and productive for the client himself. And so I think that there's something to be said about the customer experience and our ability to support them in being successful and holding them accountable. Because now all those to-do lists are not buried in an email. They're actually out there to see with clear deadlines and an owner. So there's something to be said about that. And I don't know that you can quantify that. Those are kind of the qualitative experiences where you hold customers accountable for their success and giving them a better experience that are hard to measure, but I think you can expect by having a customer hub used. Just to add on top of that, especially, for example, if you were talking in a low-touch segment, so we have customers that experience a shorter onboarding time by 50% and 90% less emails between the CSM, the customer throughout the onboarding process, and all of that while maintaining 
a very, very high satisfaction rate and even higher correlation to their health scores. So we have a case study on that. Maybe we can share it on, on the resources. But I think that from the CSM perspective, I think that you got it right. It is an iterative process. We start with an MVP. We choose like a focus group that we know that will give us right feedback on that. And then based on the feedback, we iterate. And it's important to make sure that the structure is right and we're not overwhelmed the customer and they actually can own their success and the process. And when we see the success, and obviously we measure the engagement and the events and who logs in and how many tasks they completed. So once we have a really, really successful use case, then you can add more customers and more segments and more areas to this process. And I think that it's critical to say can be done in a no-code platform. We can't have R&D or product team to, to actually own the customer hub because they have their own priorities and they have their own product. So this is your kingdom that you can build and you can maintain in a click of a button and replace in a click of a button the content for a customer. And you have this independent platform to do it. And I think that it's super important to lower the total cost of ownership to the minimum possible. Yeah, all right. I think this was a great overview of how you can leverage, first of all, tech touch in general for high touch and low touch, and kind of like remove that misconception that it's you really need to focus on tech touch if you have a small customer cohort with very low MRR. It's actually something that both white glove and very low touch engagement models should be leveraging. You might leverage it a little bit differently but a customer hub can be a tool that can work for everything, different focuses and emphasis depending on what you're trying to accomplish. My hope is that our job as a thought leader in the space for this podcast specifically is to bring about, kind of uncover any kind of blind spots that executives might have as they're making decisions around what they should be using as part of their tech stack. I think a customer hub is definitely something that everybody should consider. Hopefully this podcast episode was helpful in sort of like unveiling what kind of things can you optimize and scale with this kind of solution and check out to see if this is something that would work for you and your team and what kind of benefits do you see for that for yourselves? So guys, if you like this video and you want to talk more about tech touch, best practices, or learn more about customer hubs, feel free to reach out to Shahal. I'll include the link to his LinkedIn page in the description below, as well as a link to Ever After if you want to check out customer hub and see a demo, of course, no obligation or anything like that, just to expand your understanding of what this is. If you've never seen it before, never used it before. And if you like these awesome like graphic designs, I adore those. Absolutely. I think you've done a terrific job with that. So thank you so much for today. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and give this video a like if you learned something new. Comment below if you have more questions. I'll forward them to Shahal to comment as well. And with that, big love from me. Hope you enjoy your day today and uh, I'll see you at the next video.